In this case, the applicant is proposing two monument signs, one 49.9 square feet and the other 35 square feet in area, rather than what, assuming that the section 1106 ordinance applies, the maximum freestanding sign will be 16 square feet and the maximum height of 5 feet. You're aware of the issues in that regard, correct? I am. Is there an industry standard that you use in determining what size is appropriate for a monument sign from a traffic safety and visibility perspective? So, I wouldn't necessarily pigeonhole it into an industry standard. What I would say is there's been significant research conducted by numerous authorities and associations related to signage and traffic. And utilizing information contained from numerous sources, we review and analyze the signage to provide our opinion as to the safety and location and size of the applicable signage. Did you, at the request of the applicant, prepare a signage analysis report in connection with this proposed budget? Yes, we did. So, when you look at the posted speed of the roadway, in this instance the bypass is posted at 55 miles per hour in the vicinity of the development. And assuming a 7 second perception reaction time, you would need approximately 565 feet. You need to be able to see that sign in advance in order for you to perceive the sign, make the determination, and make the appropriate maneuver to access the subject development. Similarly, on Lower Silver Lake Road, where there's a 35 mile an hour posted speed limit, you would need approximately 340 feet. You need to see the sign 340 feet in advance of making your decision on whether or not you're going to access the facility. Again, those are based on the posted speeds, which at 55 miles an hour is nearly 81 feet per second, and at 35 miles an hour is nearly over 51 feet per second. So, we look at the height of the sign. A lot of the research that's been done, essentially, for ease, looks at the size of the sign being directly related to the posted speed. Theoretically, you can put a box around the sign, depending on that posted speed, and at 55 miles per hour, research has suggested that size of that sign should be 121 square feet, basically a box 11 feet by 11 feet. For a 35 mile an hour posted speed limit, that box is approximately 49 square feet, so 7 feet by 7 feet. Understanding that there's real world considerations and understanding the possibility of sign clutter and obstructions, we understand that that's a theoretical or a size that may not be achievable in many instances. So, again, when we look at the posted speed and the perception of reaction time, it is our 
hoping is our intent in traveling here is that people buy the signs the sign large enough for people to be able to perceive that from a distance depending on that person's speed. We also look at where that sign is located. Um, and when we look at where a sign is located, we're going to refer to something that's called the cone of vision. The cone of vision is essentially when you're traveling down the roadway on a roadway, it is the cone of your vision without taking your, your eyes off the road in order for you not to have to turn your head in one direction or another. The signs that are part of this application are actually uh, in three of the four directions are outside of the cone of vision. So what that means is, is that when you're outside of that cone of vision, you either have to have a much larger sign in order to see that as a purpose, or the sign needs to be uh, closer to the roadway to not to take your eyes off the road. In this instance, based on where the right of way exists for both Lower, Lower Silver Lake as well as the Newtown Bypass, those signs have been located fairly close to those right of way lines, um, still outside of that clean report vision, but within acceptable limits, uh, in my opinion. We also look at the height of the sign. And again, the height of the sign is also related to the speeds of the roadway. In Exhibit A18, there's some discussion with respect to uh, the height of the sign and uh, an equation that's been utilized uh, in, in the research that I referred to earlier, it talks about the height of the sign. Um, and based on that equation, in a, a typical driver's height being three and a half feet above um, the roadway. When you say driver's height, that's a, the height above the road when you're driving their car down. That is correct. That's correct. Um, that equation states that the height of the sign in Newtown Bypass should be nearly 53 feet tall. And on Lower Silver Great Road, you can nearly 33 feet tall. Assuming that variances are needed for the signage, in your opinion, in your professional opinion, are these signs, signs of this size, <coughs> minimum size signs that would afford relief to the applicant here by way of providing signage that would be reasonably visible and still safe from the traffic standpoint? As, as can be seen, um, or as can be determined through uh, Exhibit A18 in my prior analysis, I would prefer to have larger signs. I would prefer the signs to be higher, and I would prefer the signs to be located closer to the roadway. However, um, I do believe that this is the minimum really necessary. Um, as far as the variance is being solved. 